Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One man who's got one horse in today, but that's not why we've got him on the phone, is Mark Jones. He was Cautiously looking in at Albion Park last night where he had his trotter hot to trot going around in the Group 1, the, the Great Square. Not the result you wanted, Mark, finishing a little bit further down the track than what you would have hoped for. Uh, what were the reports from Jack on him last night? And a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Yeah, it was a pretty disappointing effort from the trotter. And you know, Jack gave him every chance. He got a good run and he said he had a race quite bad and you know, had a bit of bit of discharge out of those afterwards he may not have been 100 but you know we don't make excuses and it's just a bad night not to be 100% and we'll just move on Just reassess things with him we'll see how the next couple of days go and then make some plans from there Yeah we'll just see how he comes through we just got to get him back to being right and there's a mobile against the free frawlers in a couple of weeks up there which we may look at and if he's not you know right for that he'll just head back to Sydney and do a bit of racing there for the next 12 months and hopefully, you know, make a boy into a man and he can come back a better horse in New Zealand in 12 months' time. So keep an eye out for Hot to Trot over the coming weeks over in Australia. Mark, it's been, last night aside, a really, really good past month for you and the stable out there at Overport Lodge with some good winners. We've seen the likes of uh, Bella Button doing the job, Lizzie Richter doing the job as well. Understand Bella Button has been sold this week and will head off to do the rest of her racing in America. Yeah, unfortunately we had the seller. The, the offer was quite good to to America, and not many trotters get sold to America. So, um, you know, she's done a great job for the stables to what we brought brought her for and how much she won. And you know, she won a lot of races and done a good job for Gemma and the owners. So, you know, she's a she's a sad loss to the stable, but hopefully we can find something to replace her. And as Cole said earlier, the money in the bank doesn't break down, so it's always a good move financial wise. You'd love every cheap purchase that you managed to secure to be uh, end up like her and do the job that she did. Yeah, we only expected to win one, maybe two races with her, and you know what we've done with her just seemed to click. So um, they're very, very few and far between. Probably the first one we've had like that. So um, you know, it's just a bit of luck, and you need luck in this game. Thirty-eight wins on the board for the term, which has you tied with Michael House third on the overall premiership. That number was added to on Friday night when you unleashed a very, very smart maiden in Sweet Home, Alabama. Did the manner in which the Son of Sweet Lou won. Surprise you at all? Uh, not really. We always quite liked him. He's one of those horses we just don't know how good he is. He's just, if you wanted to get the perfect racehorse, he is the perfect racehorse. He's got great manners, great attitude, great gait, and, you know, he just does what he has to. And, you know, not often Blair gets off a horse and speaks as highly as he did about him. So um, he makes makes my job easy. He's a great racehorse. And, you know, how far he goes, we're not too sure. And whether Wayne keeps him or sells him, that's up to him. But, you know, we did expect them to beat and made him feel pretty easy on Friday. I was going to bring that up. Continues a great association that you've had in the last four, five, six years with Wayne Higgs, of course, who a lot of people will remember as a trainer on his own right. Had a big team uh, there probably 15 or so years ago. That relationship and partnership that you guys have built with the Memphis horses, delightful Memphis, major Memphis, etc., um, it's turning out to be to be a really strong combination. 
Yeah, it probably goes back to one of our old mates, Stu Bailey, who passed away a few years ago. He kind of got us in, involved with Wayne, and um, yeah, it's, it's been a great success. We sold Wayne and Mia in Foal, which happened to be delightful Memphis as a result in Foal, and you know, she won nearly a million, and then you move on to Stylish Memphis and Memphis, Tennessee, and Major Memphis, and some more coming through, and yeah, we've had a lot of success through the way, a lot of sales along the way, and it's been very good financially, so um, a lot of winners on the racetrack, both sides of the Tasman, so you know, we have a good understanding of each other and both of it for the right reasons and have a bit of fun. So it's, um, yeah, it's been very good. When are we likely to see Sweet Home Alabama on the track again? Uh, he'll probably just have a wee break now. You know, there's, there's a few agents looking at him, but that's up to Wayne whether he keeps some more racism. And um, he'll probably have a few weeks off and, you know, get back to have a run or two before the size takes. And, you know, it's a big jump up to race then, but you've got to give him a chance. He can either sink or swim. So we hopefully he can swim. I look through the team that you had racing on Friday night and I know the run's been good over the last month but there's a lot of encouragement there that it's going to continue. You know, we saw horses like the Coleman and Rosie Richter and, you know, other maidens like Kofi Nugget, etc. that have been running really good races in recent weeks without grabbing a win. So you'd like to think that run's hopefully going to continue over the coming weeks. The stable's going really well. Yeah, I'd like to think so, Matt. They're probably the best way to, I like to explain it. They're the, the right horse in the right grade at the right time of year. So, um, you know, we've we've been pretty successful the last couple of months and should continue for a while. And probably the pleasing thing is we've got some quite nice, well-bred young stock coming through that, you know, we'll trial in a couple of months that seem to be above average as well. And, and it will be a hard time of year with the two-year-olds coming out later from the big stables. But, um, you know, we have a you know, small, nice team that we've got and it's quite good going to the races each week knowing you're going to be competitive anyway. You're obviously a dual code stable. You've got a galloping team there as well. How many horses are you training across both codes at the moment? Uh, we only have about 26 paces at the moment, and um, we've got three gallopers at work. And, you know, this is a, the gallopers actually go quite quite nice, and we had a nice two-year-old trial up good the other week. So, um, yeah, they're a small team, and we don't like to do too big a numbers and put the put the time into what we've got, and it seems to be working. But, yeah, I've always found once you get your numbers too big and, you miss those one and two percenters, that's that's the difference between winning and losing. So um yeah, we try to keep our numbers down and, and do as good a job as we can and the results are kind of showing. Absolutely they are with those thirty eight wins. You're actually one win away from seven hundred and fifty career training wins too in New Zealand. So uh that may happen today with Louis Vista. But before we touch on him, uh of the maidens and the other horses that are running around in the stable for the punters out there listening to Trot's talk this morning that might want to put one in their little black book, which horse do you think is capable of, say, winning a race in the next week or so? I think probably the, the nicer maiden we've got is a maiden called Rosie Richter. She's only a three-year-old filly. who will get better, and she went good first up and should improve. So she's probably the one in the stable in the next few weeks to follow. Excellent. Rosie Richter, keep that one tucked away for another rainy day. Louis Vista goes round for you today, Mark. How do you assess its chances? Yeah, he's going to need a bit of luck from one in the back row, but he was quite unlucky last start and he gets in a race that if he doesn't get too far back and gets one crack at them, he's probably good enough to win that, but he's like the rest of the field. They've all had plenty of chances. So um, he gets his chance today and we just want no bad luck and he, he shouldn't be far away. Probably should touch on the fact that uh, getting Gemma Thornley into the stable seems to have worked a real masterstroke. She's driving out of her skin at the moment and delivering a lot of results for you on the track. Yeah, it's been great. And she probably drove too good. She had to claim pretty quick. But, um, you know, it's great to get those half points with her under the 50 wins. And, you know, she's still driving good. And, you know, we're happy to put her on as well as the owners. And, you know, I'm a great believer in giving everybody opportunity. And, 
it's up to them to make the most of the opportunity they you know they get and Jim is definitely doing that and getting the results on the track and everybody's happy so um you know it's a good combination and good good driver to call on if we got two in a race we'll send either suspended or we've got another drive so um you know she does the hard work at home she deserves you know the chances and it's good that she you know taking them with both hands and getting getting rewards for it Obviously, a couple of the the stable favourites have have gone uh, either retired or sold in the last couple of months. And I talk of uh, the wonderful trotter Sue Princess, and of course Art Attack, who did a fantastic job over a uh, a busy racing career here in New Zealand, sold to America. The hunt's always on to try and find horses to replace ones like that, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah, they are extremely hard to to replace. And you know, our stable, we do like to race your horses. We you know, there's no money in the box thing at home, and yeah, you know, probably by the results they, they race most weeks and race good. So um, they're very hard to find. Probably the ones coming through are probably a bit better bred and seem a bit nicer. But you know, like if if they can turn up and do a job, that's it. And always looking for new ones. But it's um, yeah, it's hard to replace horses that win 16 and 18 races. So um, I think Heart Attack was the most winning horse I've ever trained. So you wouldn't pick that. No, you certainly wouldn't. Thank you very much for joining us on Trot's Talk this morning. Mark, we'll let you go. We know you're a busy man, but thanks for taking some time to have a chat with us ahead of today's meeting and, of course, looking back to that wonderful win of Sweet Home Alabama on Friday night. All the best over the coming weeks. Hopefully that run continues. Yeah, thanks, Matt, and all the best to the punters today. Mark Jones, one of the best in the business, very astute when it comes to placing his horses. He's not afraid to race them and he gets the results for his owners and is enjoying a really, really good run of form at the moment.